Good evening. Tom Kearney here. The Tom Kearney Show is coming your way. An hour of in real time radio on WPTF AM 680 and FM 98.5. And as I say most nights, remember to set one of your buttons on the AM level at 680 and one on the FM level at 98.5 so you can hear WPTF. We're here every night, Monday through Friday, from 9 until 10, and we try to bring you programs that edify and entertain. And tonight's program is going to be our program. We haven't had one for a couple of weeks, but we're, we have really open phones, and we really want to draw a response from you and have you be the guest, be a part of the program. We're going to ask us kind of a specific question, and that is uh, when, if it ever does, the, uh, the virus goes away and we go back to some uh, something approaching normality. Normalcy, I think, is what William Warren G. Harding would have called it. Uh, uh, what are you going? Well, what are you nostalgic for now? What is what has disappeared in the last year? It was just just a, about a year ago that this started being a bother to us. And what are you nostalgic for? Nostalgia is the name of the program, but it can cover a lot of things. But uh, is it? Uh, but for me, it's sort of that I can't go over to my favorite bookstore and get out and kind of roam around and not be thinking about the guy next to me and whether he's got his mask on and and, and that sort of thing. But what? What are you nostalgic for in a specific sense? And generally, think back. Uh, sometimes it's the callers with imagination who can do this, but uh, is there something that you are uh, nostalgic about? I saw a, an article today, and it made me think that nostalgia should should revolve around this kind of topic tonight, and, and it was the case of is there a period in your life that you are nostalgic for? Would you like to be a kid again? Would you like to be a teenager? Would you like to be a college student? Would you like to be whatever? I know uh, most people would like to have uh, their lives in front of them, but uh, let's talk about that. that. I'm trying to create a dialogue here, and uh, we want to hear your voice. Talk with Tom used to be the name of this program, and one of the things, if you have been behind a mask and uh, quarantined, uh, not having much social contact, uh, one of the things I've discovered is that you need somebody to talk to. I need somebody to talk to, and that's you, and, and I welcome you to, to talk to me. Somebody else that I want to talk to me is with the National Weather Service. It's a young lady. Well, I don't know if she's young or not, but I'm sure she probably is. John, uh, our producer, said we have a young lady tonight, and I was just copying him. And I don't mean to embarrass her in any way. Chrissy Anderson, is that the right name? Yes, hi, how are you tonight? I apologize for, for questioning your age or anything. Oh, that's okay, I am young. <laughs> <laughs> well, John said that, and I usually just follow his lead. But <laughs> welcome, uh, uh, we usually, we don't do this every night, but when we've got severe weather lurking out there, we try to devote a little bit of this program to bringing everybody up to date to what's going on right now, not a uh, something that was uh, put down a, a while ago, and uh, and we like to go right to the top, uh, to the to the National Weather Service. So I guess, Chrissy, what I would like to get from you is, what do you think is going to happen to us uh, vis-a-vis the, the ice storm that is that is out there somewhere? Well, first off, I'd definitely like to thank you for having us on your show. Um, and second off, we do have a winter storm on our way. So we, have, uh, we do have um, winter storm warnings for sections of northwest. North Carolina, and then winter weather advisories uh, bordering those counties as well in central North Carolina. Um, so we are expecting um, some wintry, 
freezing rain, kind of um, rain coming in tonight around midnight, 1 a.m., um, I-85 and north, and then we'll expect uh, the triad and the triangle region to get some um, freezing rain as well, um, moving into 2, 3 a.m., you know. And then, you know, you'll, you'll see some heavy uh, freezing rain in the northern counties bordering Virginia. Um, and then it should, um, shouldn't move out, but it should lighten up a little bit uh, around mid-morning. But temperatures will be cold, um, so that will uh, promote uh, freezing rain to stick on bridges and roads. Um, any puddles that accumulate will create slick roadways. Um, icing definitely likely. We have quarter to half inch plus um, all the way from, you know, Wake County and the Triangle all the way up to uh, Winston-Salem and northwest uh, North Carolina. So definitely we'll probably see power outages uh, likely. Um, so definitely if you are parking under a power line, definitely avoid, uh, avoid that because power lines will lowly with all the ice accumulation. And, well, now, can uh, I stop you for a moment? I, yeah. I, I have tried to keep up with this today, and one of the reasons I wanted to have you on tonight was to sort of straighten out my mind. I have gotten, and I, I thought I was going to have to take a trip to Chapel Hill tomorrow early in the morning to, to get my, my shot, yeah. you know what I mean, my vaccination. Yeah. And uh, I was telling my wife that uh, the roads probably would be just wet because they're saying the temperature would be around 32 degrees. Mm -hmm. uh, there wouldn't be a lot of ice on the road. There might be some black ice and some slicky spots, I think, is one or something I read yeah. somewhere. But the real problem would be the ice in the trees and on the power lines and so on. And that, that would be a heavier burden uh, the closer you got to the Virginia line that is north of I-85. How, how did I do as a weather person? Well, down in um, that area, Durham, Chapel Hill, the Triangle, more or less, we'll definitely see some um, slick spots on the road. So uh, at least in the morning, um, in the afternoon, afternoon, you would be much better off uh, if you need to go somewhere. But if you have to go anywhere before noon, I would definitely try and stay home. Um, definitely check with your local authorities to see if any roadways have been closed due to slick roadway. Uh, due to slick spots, but um, definitely uh, check and see because we are expecting some um, some freeze, some, freeze uh, some puddles freezing on the roadway. So definitely some slick spots and power outages are um, like 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 much of the time, though, this time we're, we are here in Raleigh. Yeah. Uh, sitting on the line, and that is if you go south of here, we're going to have a lot of rain, I understand, but it's going to be rain. It's not going to yeah, be freezing definitely, rain. Definitely, definitely. We're definitely on the line, as always, in Raleigh. That's always the line, the rain-snow line, the freezing rain, rain line. Um, but south and east of Raleigh, uh, we'll definitely see uh, just rain. So if you're down in Fayetteville, uh, you'll just see rain. And if you're out at the beach, you'll just see rain. So no freezing rain, no snow, but um, definitely might see some ice pellets or sleet, I should say, um, falling away in the north near the Virginia border, but that's, that would be very brief. But we're expecting mainly freezing rain. Um, very, very messy morning, overnight into morning hours. Well, Chrissy, we're going to let you go now because I think you, you have impressed us with, <laughs> with, with the fact that we've got to confirm.
rain, some ice, and, and a lot of rain. Yeah. I do hope we can have a conversation, say, in the middle of May or June sometime when things are <laughs> yeah, when definitely. you're talking about thunderstorms or something uh, like that. Yeah, screaming uh, rain is not fun. <laughs> no, it's the worst. It's the worst precipitation. It really rain. is. Yeah. Uh, I have have been here 50 years, and uh, uh, the best weather persons that we've had on TV and the media and at the National Weather Service have been those who know where to draw, draw the line that you and I were talking about. Yes. Uh, I don't know whether it's science or, or, or an art, but some we've had guys and gals who, uh, who sort of knew exactly where the ice was going to end and the water was going to begin. But anyway, I hope you're one of those. Yeah, there's a lot of science behind that, so definitely oh, I, I know, we look I know. into that, and that's where we go. Got to get a little art in there somewhere, though. Of course, yes. <laughs> well, Chrissy, thank you so much. Uh, Nick Petro is a good friend of ours. He uh, he appears with me usually about once a month on the radio show, and and uh, I, in fact, uh, he was might have been scheduled for tomorrow night, but we had a. Uh, a scheduling problem, and so he's going to come on in a couple of weeks, right before severe spring weather comes along. And so, yes, do we, we do appreciate you talking with us, and we hope we will meet again. Okay. Okay, guys, thank you for having me. Have a great night. Okay, Chrissy Anderson with a National Weather Service located on the Centennial Campus at NC State University, updating us right from the horse's mouth, and that's in quotes, of course, but from the from the people who gather all the information and try to keep us straight on what's going on in the world of weather. So we're going to have to, to confront uh, freezing rain and rain north of the Triangle, and particularly north of I-85 across the map to Forsyth County, which is the edge of where they predict things. And uh, uh, nearer to the Triangle, we're going to have uh, probably not as, not as much freezing rain and then south of the Triangle, uh, I think she agreed with me, or I agreed with her. The truth is going to be we're just going to have a lot of rain. I think two or three inches could be the, the final total. But you'll want to stay tuned to uh, WPTF to keep up with what's going on and, and so we can uh, tell you what the weather's going to be like. John Sauter, I want to thank him for getting Chrissy to be on the air with us. We're going to talk nostalgia tonight. Uh, you may remember I presented you with a subjects for discussion, and we need your talk. You need to talk to Tom tonight, and Tom needs to talk to you uh, about, uh, well, it's only been a year, but, but there's some things we can be nostalgic about, like uh, going to a restaurant and sitting down in, in a, what we used to regard as a normal fashion, and a lot of other things. Well, what is the one thing that you're just going to miss? Uh, and uh, that, that would be something you're nostalgic for already. And then in the longer term, Look back into your past, and is there a particular time, uh, like when you were a high school student, or when you got married, or uh, when you were in the military, or when you were able to travel a lot, or when you had a specific job, or when you met a certain person, or when you went to college? But think, turn the crank in your head and think about when was there a time that you are nostalgic about, which means you would like to have it come back. And in the meantime, we're going to take a break, and we'll come back, and we'll talk with you right after this. As I said at the beginning, we're here every night, Monday through Friday, and uh, we are mostly uh, have serious programs. We talked about Abraham Lincoln and slavery and the Emancipation Proclamation Monday night, and last night we talked about uh, for Black History Month, uh, blacks in the movies, and we're going to talk about 
African Americans in the uh, in the in the TV medium next Tuesday night with my brother Stephen. Tonight is a kind of an open phones night. It's me and you, and we I hope can talk to each other. Uh, John Sutter is our producer, and he will answer the phone if you call. And he promised me he would uh, tonight. Sometimes he he blackmails uh, me, I guess. But in any event, no, I'm just kidding. But in any event, if you can engage yourself with one of the questions that I put forth, then you can call 919-860-9783. And if you have letters on your telephone, a memory device is that 9783, the last four numbers, really translates to WPTF. So if you dial 919-860-WPTF, you'll get us too. And you, after all, are part of making this show, the show a success. Uh, uh, and, and to work. Uh, uh, you are the guest, so to speak, on when we have an open phone show. And uh, I kind of want you to be like my Baptist friends say you should be, and that is don't hide out in the back of the church and just listen. Come on down to the front and testify and become a part of the program. 919-860-9783. I presented you with uh, short-term nostalgia, and that is, uh, and it seems like a long time, the last year does, because it's really been squirrely. We've had a a lot of different things uh, to distract us uh, that uh, proved to be confusing, including politics, including the public health, including the economy, and a few others along the way. And uh, if uh, there is one thing that you would like to roll the clock back, say, to uh, to February, January or February of last year, something that you're thinking about, that, uh, you know, I used to go... Uh, to the to the grill and buy uh, a certain kind of sandwich and and that grill isn't even there anymore now. What are you nostalgic for, or, or a certain way of looking at the world? And what has changed? Because that's part of what nostalgia is about: is change and whether you wanted it or whether you didn't want it, and uh, how you feel about certain things. Now that's the short-term question. That's that's the one you can say. That's the one I want to talk about, Tom, and that'll be fine. But you can. Uh, provide me with a resource and talk with Tom about something broader. And I was reading an article today, and it, it was really about nostalgia, and it said, you know, some people are nostalgic for one thing and some for another, and that's why I presented a, a list to you a little bit earlier. But the example that he used was a guy who really was nostalgic uh, for when he was a college student. He was relatively carefree, apparently reasonably bright, so uh, he dealt with the... the studies, uh, and uh, he was uh, not married, so he was dating a, a lot of uh, uh, members of the opposite sex, and he uh, got to do a lot of things, some, some travel, because he could afford to be a little bit irresponsible. What are you irresponsible in that he didn't have to, for instance, when I was in college, I had to spend my summers being irresponsible. If I hadn't, I wouldn't have been able to pay the bills for the next year, so I had to get a job. And uh, so I did. Uh, but indeed, I share with this guy uh, the fact that when I was in college, it was one of my favorite times because I, I was really free and could sort of do what I wanted to do. And, and one of the things that symbolized it, and we've actually had a program about this, was I never had a car. I didn't, didn't want to take the bus. I had to be about 150 miles from where I went to school to where I lived, where my parents lived. I haven't lived there since then, but uh, from my hometown. And I usually got from one to the other by Tommy, which uh, uh, when I thought about it, sometimes it was kind of 
risky in that, what if you don't get a ride? That's what somebody asked me one time. Well, I always got a ride. Sometimes it took a while, but I always got a ride. But you don't really have much of a net to, to collect you in there. But if you had any experience doing that, we, we had a number of callers, uh, guys who uh, who thumbed uh, or swung place. I, I, I kept a little bit of a diary, which is something I don't normally do. I probably should. But I think I thumbed about 8,500 miles while I was in college, back and forth uh, between Winston-Salem and Goldsboro and a few other places on the side. I, I had some friends at Chapel Hill then, and I needed to do some research there for my senior thesis, so I went down there a couple of times. It was a little bit later than this, in fact, in my senior year, and I was uh, think out where 15501 comes up to I-85, and I think I was about to get snowed on when I miraculously got a ride. But uh, that that was, and I, I brought that subject up while I was doing that because I felt very free when I was doing that. I felt a little bit like I was uh, kind of on a, I was making a, a, a trip. My brother, who you heard on the radio the other night, uh, Stephen, who's been with me, for yay many years. He's much younger than I am, and he said that he, he really says nice things to me. No, that's not true, but he did say a nice thing once, and he said one of the things I like about my old, my big brother is that when he gets lemons, lemons he makes lemonade, i.e., well, I'd like to have had a car like the guys who had a lot more cash when I was in college uh, and uh, who uh, daddy owned a furniture store or something like that, but that was not the case. But I, I I enjoyed it, and uh, uh, I just uh, would pack my bag and go out beside the road. And it was still fashionable then. You can't do that now. Uh, and, and indeed, it was coming to its end then. But thumbing had been something that people did a lot uh, and in the days from the beginning of the automobile in the 20s and 30s on, because not everybody had an automobile then. Uh, in fact, it was uh, something that only fairly well-to-do people could could own, uh, unless it happened to be a Model T. And you may remember that Henry Ford said that he, to his workers he wanted them to uh, pay, he wanted to pay them a high enough wage, which he paid them a pretty good wage, so that they could buy the thing they made. And, and so they did. And, and you did not have to be really rich to, to own a Model T. And then there were used cars, or you could thumb. In fact, I remember when we did those programs, uh, John and I looked for a song to play as our theme song. And, uh, John, we might have to find this one and play it coming out of the break tonight. We could talk about thumbing tonight if you if you have a history of thumbing. We had some good calls. There's a song called Hitching a Ride that we played as a, as a bumper song tonight, or perhaps a theme. So, um, but that's something I'm a little bit nostalgic about because uh, uh, I really did have responsibilities when I did that. I I would uh, be in my hometown on uh, Sunday afternoon and have uh, 150 miles to go and, and no ticket, uh, waiting for whatever wonderful thing would behold me uh, and uh, give me a ride. Never never sure of that. But I always looked like it, well, I'll be out on the, in the open. I used to have a little radio I carried with me, and there was a station. It's still there, but it has different programming now in Wendell. In Zebulon then, and it was one of the first stations I remember. This was in the early 60s. It played oldies. That's not always been a format, and so I would set it up on my my uh, my super.
case, and I had a sign that said uh, uh, Greensboro or Winston-Salem. You don't necessarily always pick the end point because people will say, well, he wants to go all the way to Winston-Salem, so I won't take him. Take, uh, take me to Greensboro, and I'll get my way to Winston-Salem. Well, that's what we want to talk about, nostalgia or something in your life that you remember that brings you good feelings, and we'll do that after this. Really? Okay. 
good piece of nostalgia that you've got there. And uh, uh, I'm sure you can uh, sit, sit in your lounger sometime and lean back and close your eyes and, and uh, uh, feel the horse, uh, if you were on it, uh, under yeah. you and smell the smell. They tell me that yeah. one thing that people who like to be around horses notice is their smell, the smell of the horse. Yes, and they, they have wonderful energy. And yeah. the other thing we would see are antelope. There would often the antelope would be herding close to where the mustangs were. So it, it was just a real special time. Well, you were you near? It sounds like you were not near very much civilization. Where the the military installation that you were at did it have a name? Yes, sir. Um, it was Dudley Proving Grounds, which is about oh, that's where the sheep left us. Pardon? Yes, that's, oh, that's where the sheep got killed. Yes, right. That is yeah. true. Yeah. I have a friend who was stationed there for briefly, I think, for about six months. Uh, when he came, when he came back from Vietnam, he didn't have enough time left to, for him to send him anywhere else. Mm -hmm. So they sort of parked him at Dugway. So, oh, okay. He didn't have so, to go. You know, it was a nice little tiny base, and you know, you could get involved with a lot of things that you wanted to explore, like crafts or sports or schools. Um, but it, it did get boring sometimes, so we had to yeah. entertain ourselves. Were, were, you, were you a military brat the whole time you were growing up? Um, yes, my dad was in the Navy, and then he worked for the Department of Defense. And we had well, I, um, a very large military family. Well, I came uh, at my hometown of Goldsboro, where there's an Air Force base, and mm -hmm. a lot of my friends when I was young were... Uh, and dates and whatever. I knew, I knew a girl once who had gone to 11 different schools in 11 years. She wow. went to a different school every year. It's kind of hard I've for I've gone to do eight, but not, not, it's not that many. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you for the conversation tonight. I, I said I needed somebody to talk to me, and you performed wonderfully. There so you go. <laughs> try, to, try, right. to be, try to be careful in the weather now, okay? Yes, sir. Well, I'm, right. I'm from Colorado and Utah, so I'm good, but I never drive in ice. I well, ice is like every, everybody else. Yeah, well, ice is the thing that screws our weather up. Other than that, it's you know you can live with the snow. There's not much, that much of it, you know. And right. So on, but uh, sometimes when you scrape the snow off, the ice is under there. And, uh, and, yeah. and as I said to the weather lady who was with us, uh, freezing rain is the worst form of precipitation because it, yes, it works is. on the trees and the power lines and everything. But do take care, okay? All right, you too. Thank you. Good night. Thank you, Shona. Shona, yearns for wild mustangs from Utah. Henry, how are you? Are you still there? Yes, I've had a little trouble hearing you, uh, Tom, <clears throat> but um, can you hear me all right? I can hear you fine, and I hope I get better. So Good, good, we're good. Okay, I just wanted to say, um, <clears throat> in answer to your question about... Uh, quote, nostalgia, unquote, in terms of this pandemic, um, I think the thing I've missed the most <clears throat> and am looking forward the most to be able to do again is to go to church. Uh, my denomination does not have public services because of this pandemic, and so I've missed that a whole lot. Well, I, do, I understand that Mrs. Kearney goes to church, but it is electronically, you know, it's, it's virtual now. And so yeah. on Sunday morning, I get up and I say, well, are you ready to go to church? And she walks into the <laughs> next room and, and clicks something, and there she is. But it's, it's the same thing. They, they, well, 
I have to thank uh, WPTF for some broadcasts that they have on Sunday mornings. They have a religious program at 8.30 in the morning, and then they broadcast two uh, church services after that, and I've, I've been following those each Sunday as much as I could. Well, I know the, the, the church that did this when my mother was alive, which would have been 20 years ago, she used to say that that's the church. She went to church on WPTF, and it was Temple Baptist or something like that. And she had never gone there because she lived in in, uh, in Wayne County. But she uh-huh. would tune in to WPTF and, and listen on, on Sunday morning. But I think uh, uh, Mrs. Lotz and Graham Lotz is on on Sunday morning. And I know they have White Memorial Presbyterians and Edenton Street Methodists. So those are the two churches that they have on. Uh, the, the, the the Presbyterian and the Methodist are often alternating Sundays. Right before that, at ten at ten a.m. before the uh, uh, Pres- Presbyterian and the Methodist, and they have Duke Chapel on the radio. So WPPF has really come in uh, and basically saved me in that regard um, during this pandemic, and I'm very grateful for it. Uh, <clears throat> and um, the other thing I was going to comment about in terms of real nostalgia is looking back on my boyhood days when I was growing up uh, in the years from the time I was uh, a little boy up until when I had to start getting summer jobs. Um, we would have the summers off, you know, off from school and have all that free time, and we'd spend a whole lot of time at the beach. And I just miss those days a lot. Which beach did you go to?
apparently was a very violent tornado. I think it's, they said it was an EF3. And tomorrow night, That's right, what I heard. Yeah. that were, were 
using the area much as the horses had been using the area, and and they were gassed, so to speak. You you could probably go to your Wikipedia or to your encyclopedia and look up Dugway, and there there might be some. And in fact, in fact, I think I will do that. One of the things that we always hope that our radio program does is inspire you to, uh, well, number one, to inspire you to to have learned something, and to uh, if you didn't learn it. Uh, uh, look it up, find a book, read it, and learn more about it, and get, get some more of the pieces of, of our history. If you want to call us, it's 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. Tomorrow night, and John will notify me if anybody, anybody, and we do quite often have some people who have been waiting and who, who show up toward the end of the program, and we're on the downhill slide now. But uh, uh, I mentioned uh, earlier in context that uh, Rod Gonski, who is a meteorologist, uh, he used to work for the National Weather Service, but he's a private meteorologist, works in private industry now. But he's uh, kind of our meteorologist. Uh, he always did such a good job, and he's very knowledgeable about weather, so we invite him to come by periodically and, and talk about uh, topics that have to do with the weather. Might ask him. Tomorrow night to talk about sleet, snow, uh, freezing rain. What's the difference? How does, how does that happen? It's an interesting story. But anyway, uh, he will be tomorrow night. That's Thursday night. And Friday night, uh, we're going to have our usual Friday night. Uh, the night we, we don't do serious stuff but do something fun, and that is Friday night trivia. And you can join us then. Next week, we're going to talk on Monday night about the, uh, a new book uh, that I the guy has written about the Appalachian Trail and particularly uh, focusing on some experiences that young people can have on the Appalachian Trail. Uh, it's going to be maybe before too long that, that we can resume doing those kinds of things. And In fact, uh, on Wednesday night, skipping a day, we're going to have a, a local person on to talk about the Mountains to the Sea Trail that is uh, becoming a reality in North Carolina, a place that people can go high, hiking or walking. Tuesday night, my brother Stephen will return. He was on with us uh, last night, as a matter of fact, talking about uh, blacks in the movies as a part of our tribute to Black History Month. Uh, and uh, he will skip from movies to TV programs next week, and we'll end up, I guess, talking about Bill Cosby and I Spy and Diane Carroll and maybe even uh, Amos and Andy, because that's a, a significant uh, part of uh, the history of uh, Blacks on television. But that's what's coming up, and we're here every night, Monday through Friday, from 9 until 10. 860-9783, 860-WPTF, if you want to join us uh, tonight. Uh, we gave you a little summary of the weather at the beginning, and it looks like what we're going to have uh, north and west of here up to the Virginia line is a an ice storm that is worse because there's going to be more water and more ice uh, on the trees and the power lines and were on the storm that confronted the people along the Virginia line last week. Uh, and uh, most of the, the heavy uh, accumulation of ice on the lines uh, will be north, uh, the, the meteorologists say, of I the corridor of I-85. There'll be a, a little bit between the corridor 64, which comes through Raleigh from, from uh, Asheboro, and uh, and, and I-85 in, in, in that slice there, and, and south of that, south of the triangle, uh, 
down toward the coast will be mostly uh, mostly rain, and so but a lot of it. So we have uh, some serious weather to deal with for at least the next day and a half to two days, and then we'll confront. I think it's going to be cool this weekend, but but not wet. But you'll need to stay tuned to WPTF to find out all of that. Uh, each night when I call my friend John up, uh, he always asks me the same question, and that is what's happening, and I always tell him the same thing, that I do not know. Well, I usually call him about 10 minutes to 9, because I hadn't heard WPTF news at 9 o'clock. You're about to be able to hear it at 10 o'clock coming up, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow night.